Good afternoon, everyone. This week, we are going to continue our podcast by looking at carbon-14 dating methods. Now, before we do that, I want to address something that I said in our last episode on uranium-thorium dating. I misspoke and said that Sadiba and Naledi were caves in South Africa. But the truth is, they are fossils of two hominin species discovered in limestone caves or pits in South Africa, and then dated using uranium-thorium methods. So my apologies there. Anyway, now moving on to carbon-14. What we need to realize is that carbon-14 doesn't really show us how old things are. It actually shows us how young they are. Carbon-14 mostly arises in the upper atmosphere of Earth when cosmic rays turn nitrogen into carbon-14. Now, the carbon-14 immediately begins to revert back to nitrogen. Some of this carbon-14 enters into living plants and animals. It's important to know that the carbon-14 can no longer enter living things after they die. So the carbon-14 clock starts to tick at death. Now, C14, or carbon-14, in a biological sample disappears at a steady rate. C14 has a half-life of 5,730 years. What this means is that there should be no detectable carbon-14 in any biological remains after about 100,000 years. Essentially, everything in the fossil record contains levels of carbon-14. This is a widely recognized fact in the carbon-14 community. At face value, this actually suggests that the entire fossil record is less than 100,000 years old. When the bones of the Homo genus have been carbon dated, they have consistently yielded young dates, ranging from the thousands to tens of thousands of years. Now let's look at that, those remains I referred to earlier, Naledi. This is, a, this is a species of archaic human beings discovered in South Africa, claimed to date between 335,000 to 236,000 years old. They were carbon dated. The resulting dates were between 33,000 and 35,000 years. These results were rejected because they conflicted with the dates from other dating methods, and they were discarded. Some argue that any carbon-14 detected in fossils must be modern carbon-14 that somehow infiltrated the sample. Now, C14 levels in biological samples of the same type buried at the same time are remarkably consistent. Many samples, such as coal deposits, are too massive and too deeply buried to be significantly contaminated by the modern carbon. Carbon samples that are not subject to contamination, such as diamond, still reveal measurable levels of carbon-14. Some argue 
that C-14 may have been created by heavy rate radiation of biological samples by nearby uranium deposits. Well, there's a, pro there's a couple problems here. One, uranium deposits are rare and diffuse. Such radiation could never be intense enough to create C-14 faster than it decays. Geophysicist John Baumgartner says the currently measured rates of uranium and thorium decay are too small to generate any significant amount of carbon-14 in these contexts. So any attempt to explain the measured C-14 levels such as we and others have reported for coal by this mechanism is hopeless. Geochronologists have tried to bring C-14 dates into alignment with the hominin timeline. They add a control such as natural gas to each experiment and then they reduce the C14 levels of a sample by the amount of C14 in the natural gas. The assumption here is that the natural gas is too old to retain C14. So any C14 in it must be contamination. Here are some more problems though. Natural gas is not a fair control because it contains highly reproducible levels of C14. And it suggests it's also, <laughs> these levels of C14 suggest that it is also less than 100,000 years old. Ubiquitous C14 throughout the fossil record is a very real thing. And it brings into question the dating methodology and standard timelines. What, what we've discovered these last three weeks is that so far, none of these dating methods are very reliable. Next, we will start to look at some of the problems this brings about and how it affects the hominin timeline. Have a good week and keep thinking.